Get ready to throw perfection out the window because you're tuned in to the Honestly Imperfect podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Penhorwood, and I'm a marketing coach and the founder of Harper Collective, where I help business owners master their PR and simplify their marketing. Each week, we'll be unlocking valuable tips to up-level your business and sharing honest conversations with entrepreneurs to uncover their stories and wisdom to inspire you to take action. Now let's dive into this week's episode. to have you joining me today. This episode is all about filling up your own cup first, and I am so glad that you're here taking some time out for yourself. This month, there's been a really big theme of practicing saying the word no. And often I find when there's a theme that's showing up in my life, it's often showing up in your lives too. So I wanted to really delve into this topic with you because We hear so often to say no to the things that don't serve us, but we're not really given stories or examples of how that can be practiced in real life. And to be totally honest with you, saying no is often pretty uncomfortable. It means having challenging conversations, letting go of an idea of something you thought you wanted, and trusting that something better is on its way. So let's get into it and start to reclaim your most precious resource, your time. It's the times when my calendar is full and I haven't been as clear on the boundaries that I have with myself that I find I say yes to things that I actually don't want to, or I let things slide when really I shouldn't. And it seems so silly because My schedule is already full to the brim and I'm letting all these additional things in and adding all of these extra things to my to-do list. So I wanted to have a bit of a look at first why we say yes when really we mean no. And I'll base this a lot on my own personal story and I'm sure there'll be things that you'll resonate with and go, yep, I have totally done that. And I think what it really comes back to is we don't want to upset people And we don't really want to put ourselves in an uncomfortable situation because no matter how big or small the no or how it's delivered, often it's kind of uncomfortable to have those chats with people. And this month I've practiced saying no in all different shapes and sizes. And I think that's the thing that we really need to realize is that no can be delivered in all different ways. But we really need to come back to why we are saying no in the first place. And I think it's that fear that holds us back from saying it. It's that fear of what if I upset them? What if a new opportunity never comes my way again, which we all know is totally a lie? (laughs) Or what if this was a mistake? What if I should have said yes? So it's all those doubts and those what ifs really. And I think from my own story, the reason why I've held myself back from saying no, and especially when my calendar is full, I think it's that I don't have that mental capacity to have that conversation where maybe I might upset someone. I've really had to practice that this month. And something I've really leaned into, which my coach reminded me of, which I loved and I thought you would love as well, is that Being loving can also mean being a commander. 
And when we want to step into that next level in our business or our career, we really need to get clear on what we truly desire and why we're doing all of this in the first place. And then we need to step into that command role. So we need to look at, okay, what do I need to bring in? And then what needs to potentially fall away? A few ways that the word no has showed up for me this month is I have lots of different boundaries that I've worked on over the last seven years of growing my business. And a few examples for you are, one of them is I'm only available for work conversations from nine to five, Monday to Friday. So within work hours. And every so often, it doesn't happen as frequently now because this is something I've really put in place for many years. I will have people contact me on weekends. And it's funny because back in the day, (laughs) I used to really struggle. I used to stare at the message for hours and go, should I respond? Should I not respond? What should I say? What if I upset them? And what I found was that it would take up so many hours of my time on the weekend when really I truly needed to recharge so that I could show up as my best self for my client during those working hours. It's something that I've really practiced and it's funny and this is what I wanted to sort of share because as we practice saying no and putting our boundaries in place, it definitely gets easier. It's just like a muscle and we strengthen that muscle. So now when these things show up, I'm very quick to see them and I know exactly how I'm going to respond. Now when people contact me on a weekend, I don't respond until it's work hours. And I think that's also totally acceptable because your availability is completely up to you. And unless you have agreed to be available prior to that, then you don't have to be available. No one has to know what you're doing. You could be on a safari in the middle of nowhere with no reception. I think it's really important to remember that. And my partner actually said the perfect thing. He said, no one knows that the number you've given them is not a business mobile. So you may only physically see those messages or those calls within your work hours because your phone is left at the office. That's one of the ways that saying no has showed up. And when I practiced that, it was actually received really well. And I think this is the thing is everyone has different boundaries. Everyone has different things that they allow and they don't allow. And for someone else, talking about work on a weekend is totally fine. They may take meetings on a weekend and that is so cool for them. But for me, that doesn't work. So I think it's really leaning into what are you going to protect that is yours, your time? Where is your time precious? You know, maybe it's spending time with your family on a weekend. And then what sort of boundaries do you need to put in place to really support that for yourself? And another more uncomfortable no (laughs) was really getting clear on who I need on my team to support this next level for my business. And I think this is such a challenging one because I've seen it show up so many times with friends in the industry who run their own businesses as well. And 
what I really realized this month is if someone is going to be part of your A team, so that could be your accountant, your coach, your cleaner, your nanny, anyone who is on your team supporting you, they have to have your best interests at heart. They have to back your vision and really want to help you succeed. And if they don't, it's maybe time to think about letting them go and bringing someone in who really can support you reach that next level in your career and life. This month was a big reminder that actually I can let people go who are no longer supporting me and I can bring amazing people in. And yes, they are out there. They are doing incredible stuff in the world because I've actioned this this month. And I tell you what, when you make that shift and you bring in those people who actually believe in your vision, they are aligned with you and they operate at that level. My goodness, the things that start to happen in your business are game-changing. And you'll sit there and go to yourself, why didn't I do this sooner? Why did I allow this? This month, that looked like having a conversation and letting someone go who was on what I would say my external team, so someone that I outsource things to. And that was tough. It was really uncomfortable. And I think this is the other thing is that sometimes we just feel things in our gut. And this is really what I've found when it comes to who's on your team is that you'll often feel it intuitively and in your gut first. You'll start to get a few red flags and you'll go, oh, this just doesn't feel good. And I don't think that's a good way to build a business if you have people on your team where it doesn't feel good to work with them. I think that the people on your team should be lifting you up, helping you, supporting you, and you should love being in that collaborative relationship with them. And that even shows in my own business, all of my clients that I have, it's totally a collaborative relationship. And I'm constantly tuning in and tweaking and making sure that they're getting the most out of that relationship. And that's how I feel if I'm going to outsource things to other people, I want to feel like that too. What I find is that there's a few things here. There's this fear of what if I say no and it upsets someone? And that's really where I want you to, you know, maybe you write it down somewhere. And it's that being loving can also mean being a commander and being really true to yourself and standing in your power. And we don't need to wrap everything in bubble wrap and put a pretty bow on it to deliver it to people because the honest truth is that you have no idea how that message may land for someone else. And actually you have zero control over it. And you may deliver that message and that person may get a parking fine that day or something may happen in their day which puts them into a mood and they read your message. And even if you said it in the nicest possible way, you have no control over how they're going to interpret that message. So I think just really releasing that, doing the best you can to be compassionate, really look at the situation from all different angles and word your message in a way that feels professional and in full integrity with you. What is actually best for others is your full honesty. 
And when you stand in that integrity with yourself, it really encourages others to do the same. That's what I would say about really practicing and leaning into saying no. And another thing I've realized, and this kind of comes back to that, when you feel the no in your gut, it's really tough because we want to justify it. We're like, oh, I'm just feeling this red flag and it just keeps coming up and I'm not sure why because there's not a real logical reason behind it. But I want to give you a permission slip that there is no need to justify your no. If you feel uncomfortable or something doesn't feel aligned or it just feels off, it's a no. You don't have to provide a logical reason behind justifying your no. And I think the remedy here, when we are uncomfortable with maybe confrontation or saying no to people, is to practice it and practice it in smaller ways. So in ways that maybe you have a little bit more control over it and just practice stepping in and leaning into that fear just a little bit more. So thinking about, you know, this month, could you go and do a class that you've never done before that will make you feel a little bit outside of your comfort zone? You know, maybe you could go do a dance class or a gym class or anything at all that's going to put you just that little inch outside of your comfort zone. And it doesn't have to be a negative experience at all. It can just help you lean into that fear and practice getting a bit more comfortable. And often what happens is when you do that, you'll walk away and go, wow, I totally nailed that. I've actually got this. And you know what happens? You build that next layer of confidence in yourself and you strengthen that muscle just a little bit more because We all know that life is going to give us lemons and confrontations are going to happen and people pushing your boundaries is inevitable. It's going to happen. We have no control over it. We don't know when it's going to show up. So if you are consciously strengthening that muscle in your own time, when these things do show up in your business as you up-level and grow and expand yourself, you're ready for them and you're confident in yourself, and you've already put in the practice, so you already know how to word things, how to handle situations just that little bit better. What I wanted to remind you of today, as your honestly imperfect reminder, is to come back to why you decided to build the life and career that you desire in the first place. And I want to encourage you to remember that your most precious resource is your time and to focus on what really truly matters to you. And by saying no, you can open up space for the opportunities and people who are totally aligned with you and who are going to make your life feel so fulfilling and enjoyable and fun. And that can be sort of an exercise that maybe you really practice this month is looking at where things maybe don't feel aligned. And often you'll find that you'll feel it in your body first. So it could be things that show up with your partner or with your friends or your family. It may even be outside of business, but really tune into where things are a no and maybe practice with the small ones and then slowly build that resilience that you have for it. 
just remember, you can be a commander and you can be graceful. You can be powerful and you can be loving and you can be completely honest and stand in integrity and actually inspire others too. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love if you could leave a review or share a screenshot to Instagram and tag at Honestly Imperfect Podcast so that I can pop on over and say hello. I can't wait to connect with you again soon.